And we're live <laughs> from the From Pound. <laughs> it's the Herald and Modcast, live from the Santa Monica studios. I don't know what the From Pound is. The From Pound. It's where we from is and that- pound. <laughs> it's where we go to pound our froms. <laughs> and uh, we've got a cool movie to review in this week's you gotta episode. you got to give it a little more juice than that, Turkey. you got to be like, we got a real cool movie to review. Brain, brain, brain. Like, <laughs> woo. <laughs> fucking drive time radio style <laughs> you guys want to take a guess on what movie whoever gets it right gets 95.7 dollars <laughs> sent to their uh, paypal account in two dollar increments over the next 40 months and paypal will take a cut of and then 2%. they take the court of two percent so you'll get around you know Whatever that is. $5. So yes, keep watching. Keep listening. you get a nice treat from us. <laughs> it's Deadpool 2. Deadpool 2 is a tasty old treat. It is. Uh, I th- I'd say we went in with relatively low expectations. I did. Uh, yeah, I pretty much did, i Even say. though we really liked I the wanted, first yeah, one. Yeah, I like the first one. I feel like the first one, after viewing it a couple times, it's not. it kind of loses its charm a little bit. Mm. But the first time I saw it in theaters, I was like into it. I was like, oh, well, yeah, that's great. Then you watch it again. It's on HBO. And you're like, eh, it's okay. It's fine. But yeah. uh, I feel like this sort of like, exceeded my expectations. Yeah. Especially because it got like some sort of screen review they do reshoots or something or like it wasn't coming together so i didn't really have high expectations didn't he, he, like ryan rollins fired the first director or right they, or? the company did yeah uh what's his name tim miller and uh ryan reynolds i think basically said it's him or me and it's not going to be me so it's going to be him oh okay but he's gone on to do, he's directing the new Terminator movie right. with James Cameron. Like, that guy's not hurting for work. Well, the guy who ended up directing its name is David Leach, and he did Atomic Blonde, which I didn't like. But he also produced, was a producer on John Wick. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, well, the, uh, fights, the fight choreography in this was good. Yeah. Well, is he the guy who's actually the stunt guy? No, I don't think. Maybe okay. it is. Maybe. Uh, no, no, no. The stunt guy directed John Wick. So if this guy just produced it, then it's... We're talking no, this is the director of Dead... Okay. Of I see what John you're Wick. saying. Yeah. 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 So I don't think it's the same guy. He's probably busy directing John Wick No, he was John a stunt double for Brad Pitt five times and two times for Jean-Claude Van Damme. But the guy who directed John Wick was Keanu's stunt double. Right. So I don't think it's the same guy, but clearly he has the same sort Comes of background. From that world. Yeah, well, it shows in the the fight choreography. The set pieces are really cool for some of the action sequences. Yeah, especially in the beginning where he kind of is showing him just sort of taking care of business. Yep. With like the Russians and the Japanese yeah. and the Chinese. Very and violent and coolly choreography. Really cool choreography. Now we know where one of the cameos in the movies came from. Uh, one of the many cameos. Yeah, one of the many cameos. Many, many, well, many, before many, we get many, into many. that, so. Uh, the film, of course, stars Ryan Reynolds in the title role. Uh, Josh Brolin pay- plays Cable, fresh off of his Thanos yeah. duties. Busy man. Um, Marina Bacalacala, the one who plays his chick. In, she plays Vanessa in the first one, and she's in it in this one. Yeah, she is. Um, Zazie Beetz plays Domino, a very cool character from the Super universe. Super 90s character. Um, she's on Atlanta. That character got, got a lot of hate in the 90s, I think, because her power was luck, and people oh. were like, that's a bullshit power. Right. But well, in the movie, it's, it's cool. cool. In, this one. in the movie, you see it. You're like, oh, that is, I guess That's, that is a power. Yeah. In a sense. Well, Eddie Marson is in it, who's awesome, amazing. The ugly um, guy, the ugliest yeah, man in showbiz. Yeah, he's like a great uh, character. He's on 
um, Ray Donovan. He's on so many things. It's in tons of shit. Um, the big favorite of ours is um, young Julian Dennison. Ricky Baker. Ricky Baker from The Hunt for the Wilder People. Um, Louis Tan, who's on Into the Badlands. Um, then there, Rob Delaney has a hysterical... Terry Crews. Yeah, Terry Crews. And what's his name who plays Pennywise? Uh, uh, Bill Skarsgård yep. has sort of a cameo. Um, Very Kutsun, small. Kutsushiora, who's the, the woman from The Outsider with uh, Jared Leto, the Netflix film. Who is she She play? plays his girl for the girl he ends up with. Who? The sister who he... Ends up who ends up with? Jared Leto. No, no, in Deadpool. Who is she? She's Yukio. Yukio. Who's that? Oh, the, the girlfriend. The care, the girlfriend. The lesbian of, relationship. Yeah, yeah. yeah, there's a lesbian relationship in this movie. Yeah, yeah. Because well, the girl from the first... What's her Mega power? Abusive or Megaton yeah, or some. I don't really care for her too much. No. Uh, and then Brad Pitt has a little teeny cameo. Which I didn't even pick funny. up yeah, on. Yeah, you didn't. I couldn't believe it. Well, I saw. All I saw was like handsome white guy and then he dies. <laughs> so I couldn't tell that it was Brad Pitt, really. And then Matt Damon, Alan oh, Tidak. Oh, yeah, he had like I did. Yeah, right. Again, didn't pick up on that. I but picked they up on Alan Tidak. I did not pick up that that was Matt Damon. Yeah, me neither. Uh, so it's he's basically they set it up in the beginning that he was doing this European kick-ass tour. And it leads to bad guys coming after his girlfriend, yep. which doesn't end well. Doesn't end well for him or her, unfortunately. And uh, then Somehow he has to put together into, a team. Well, he has to put together a team because there's a sort of like rebel teenage mutant who is uh, attacking... Played by Ricky Baker. Ricky Baker, she who's a- gained a lot of weight. Yeah, he looked like for we the both like, like, leaned over and said, he looks like Danny DeVito and Batman as the Batman penguin. Batman returns in the... Because they all, they, like, when they go to the prison, which is very reminiscent of the first Guardians, by the way. It's yes. Like kind oh of my a, God, it totally was. Totally was. Like yeah. so much. Such, well, so much. Like, the, there's a lot the of stuff here going on. Like, I mean, there was a whole scene that looked right out of Kill Bill. Yeah. There was... I mean, there, every... And I, I don't know, it seems like all of this has to be intentional because then there was like that whole sequence where they land and the parachutes look like kick ass. There, there was like, yeah, I guess. There, was, there was a whole bunch of scenes that looked like they were just taken from other well, movies. Well, the overarching storyline is essentially Terminator, like a cyborg yeah. guy goes back in time to Cable. kill a kid who's C- Cable. Right. Cable exists in the universe. He's Cyclops' son and he's sort of a new mutant. He's in one of the new mutants. He's in the future where mm-hmm. shit's fucked up 50 years later, sort of like Days of Future Past. And he's an awesome character. Yeah, he's like, an X-Men character. X-Men he's universe. an X-Men character. He's a new mutant. Because the X-Men Colossus and the other, what's her name? Chick. Chick I, I don't even name. know her from the comics, to be honest. You don't? Not that I know. Um, like a huge uh, comic. Negasonic. Negas- I'm the Megasonic. There's a Negasonic. 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 Whatever. Yeah. It's totally doesn't matter. It totally doesn't matter. Uh, but she was in the first Deadpool. They were the only yeah. two X-Men that were right. in it. And he's sort of now become an X-Men trainee. Yeah, which they kept beating us over the head with that yeah. stupid joke. Like, trainee. I'm an X-Men trainee. Yeah, they did beat us Don't over forget, you're that. a trainee, Deadpool. You're still just a trainee, Deadpool. It's right. like, oh, we get it. Yeah, he's <laughs> the trainee of X-Men. But they take him in the plane to stop this kid, Ricky Becca, uh, who's an orphan at this place that's really just like striker the guy eddie marson plays mm-hmm. this guy who's kind of like striker who's mm-hmm. torturing these mutant, mutant kids because they're an abomination it's all very religious whatever and he's fire bombing them with he's got the firepower he calls in himself his hand. flame fist yeah which they <laughs> laugh. and uh 
Yeah, and so they apprehend him and they take him to like a mutant prison. And Deadpool also goes because he killed someone when he promised Colossus he wouldn't kill anybody. Right. So now they they get sent to the same prison together. And that was kind of cool that there they are in a prison. Like you said, it was very Guardians-esque. Very Guardians-esque. There's all these mutants, but they can't use their powers because they have these collars on, which prevent them from using their powers. Which I don't get. Like, how does that work? I don't know. You just got to buy Go it. Go with it. You yeah. just got to buy okay. that shit. And so, De- and so Cable goes back in time. Because there is a fiery death in the family, two deaths in his family. So he goes back in time to come at the child version of Flame Fist, who we find out kills his wife and daughter in the future. Right. And so that starts yeah. with Deadpool wanting to save Ricky Baker because he has his heart on for a family because his wife dies. Right. And it, yeah. So that starts the uh, quandary. And would you believe that him and Cable end up teaming up to fight a bigger, <laughs> a bigger threat? Because they do. Yeah, and the, I'm glad they finally sort of did the Juggernaut justice in the sense that he actually is the size of the Juggernaut and is Who played Juggernaut. I don't know. It's just a voice because it was all CGI. Yeah, which is it's kinda very. Crummy. It was sort of lame CGI. It was to be lame honest. CGI. It was a little same with Colossus. Peter Rasputin, the character again. <sighs> don't he's oh, like he's, that well, voice. He, well, and he's in his, his steel form the whole time. Yeah, where the whole cool thing about Colossus is he can go from like man to steel, right? Like instantly, like in the original X Men and had in the that comics. Character. And yeah. just how that's how Colossus works, but we never yeah, get to see that because it's probably too much money yeah. to cast an actor and then you know shoot those sequences. So he's always just metal Colossus, which I didn't like in the first movie. But you know that the first movie had a, a significantly smaller budget, right? Um, uh, yeah, they, they, they definitely had a bigger budget for this movie, for but sure, I feel the like they spent they it got. on all the cameos. Well, yeah, because there's an X Men cameo with like all of them in a room, like, shh, you can't see us. Yeah, and oh, it's God. like Beast, yeah. It was Quicksilver. Quicksilver, Beast, and Professor X, and somebody else. And Nightcrawler was in it. Oh, yeah, he was in Ty it. Ty Sheridan was in they it. They were all in that room. Yeah, that's so Storm, dumb. Young Storm, um, Evan Peters. James McAvoy was in there. He was probably, yeah. He's Hugh, oh, and Hugh Jackman's in there. Yeah, Nicholas Beast. Holt. So they got all of them together. They got them, but they didn't say anything. So they, they didn't no have lines. to pay them. <laughs> they have to pay them like sad, yeah. like speaking scale. It was probably like took ten minutes. It probably took longer just to put them all in their fucking makeup and I costumes. Know, right? If I was Nicholas Holt, I'd be pissed. Oh yeah, because he was in Covered, full beast, full beast mode. No pun intended. I'm it, not finding the juggernaut. So. It's definitely someone's voice. It, it's just I a voice. I didn't even see a person. Well, the other thing about the crummy thing about Juggernaut was he was in his like yellow prison suit, and then it makes sense when they when he escapes. But then yeah. the next time we see him, he's still in the yellow I prison know, that suit. Was weird. Well, it's not weird. It's just they couldn't afford to digitally render his oh, actual Juggernaut right. suit, which is so cool. Like it would have been cool to see Juggernaut in his suit, but yeah. they clearly couldn't afford it. So he's in that that prison slicker for the whole movie. Yeah, it's kind of crummy. I mean, the fight sequences are cool. There's a really cool, Very cool. Juggernaut Colossus fight scene. The way they subdue Juggernaut's kind of lame. Yeah. They put a fucking electrical cord in his asshole. <laughs> I mean, there's a lot of that. It's Deadpool 2. It's rated R. I yeah. mean, it's crude. It's ultra-violent. Which is fine. Which, which is, is fine. awesome. I mean, if you like that, which we do. I like it. It's like sort of a refreshing break it's from Kill like... Bill violent, though. It's heavy violent. Yeah, there's heads and amputations, yeah. decapitations, headshots. Fucking, yeah. Yeah. Doesn't skip and that's good I think it's good in the sense that it's refreshing from the rest of these sort of super neutered superhero films you know and I guess traditionally like X-Men and Spider-Man aren't like heavy with the violence but Deadpool is so it's nice that they kept it true to the universe of Deadpool where shit's really fucking graphic you know and it's funny it is funny 
that's the thing like for all of the sort of stuff we're picking at like i it was a fun ultimately not super fulfilling but in the theater it was a great watch you yeah know what i mean it was fun to watch there were some funny generally funny moments yep. good, good performances uh you know a lot of uh breaking the fourth wall it got a little masturbatory by at the end there with ryan reynolds being ryan reynolds and uh, yeah. talking about ryan reynolds I know. it was really sort of like fuck off yeah but i mean i guess that's the character of deadpool but he no, really it's also his but it is ego his ego person because yeah. it's like ryan reynolds dead there was no like ryan reynolds in the deadpool universe you know what i mean like yeah. they made a reference to him once i guess ryan there's a story where ryan reynolds read a deadpool comic and some the comic book writer wrote he's like what do you think i am like ryan reynolds and he's like and that's when i knew i was destined to play deadpool because they referenced me yeah but the way he references himself in the movie it's obnoxious constantly and in the end credits they oh do that's this, the worst that's the worst it was the worst thing where yeah. he goes and he like kills himself Deadpool killing Ryan Reynolds, accepting yeah. the Green Lantern script. Yeah, that goes, movie. you're welcome, Canada. Yeah, whatever that means. I don't know. Because he's Canadian, but I don't know, I guess. Well, they shit on Canada, too, and he gets times. mad about it. Yeah, but fuck Canada. Who yeah. cares? What are you going to do? <laughs> Attack us? Yeah. <laughs> the, uh, yeah, I mean. There's some cornball stuff. There's some cornball stuff. But as overall, there it's is funny with stuff. This, yeah. But it's, yeah, it is funny. It's definitely funny. I really loved Rob Delaney in it. That was one of the funniest was moments. Hilarious, yeah, because they do they rip off um, mystery men, pretty much doing the whole recruiting superheroes, recruiting superheroes. and it's and super kick ass, like, kick ass too. Yep, you could. Yep, I mean, where they're sitting stinks, there, but, yeah, but I mean, it's not a bad movie, but it is. We've comparable. seen that scene before. Yeah, where so like, they're what sitting, are your powers? Yeah. I know. Yeah, mystery men. I mean, mystery for sure. men for sure. Were they all at the pool and they come up yeah. and they go one back and forth and say what their powers are? That was right out of the movie. Yeah, and. Uh, they, they made it funny. They made it funny. And Rob Delaney, he's like, what are your superpowers? He's like, oh, nothing. I just got the call. And he's just like this middle-aged, well, he just overweight the ad. dude. Yeah, because like they put a Craigslist ad. <laughs> yeah. He's Peter. All right, you're <laughs> in, Peter. <laughs> you could do this, Peter. I, if you don't know Rob Delaney, uh, he stars in the Amazon original Catastrophe comedy. It's called Catastrophe. He's a comic. And he's a comic. And he's got a very heavy, powerful social media presence. He's been on it for a long time. You probably most people would recognize yeah, him by hilarious. now, I think. And he was a perfect role for him. <laughs> yes. Gained a lot of weight for yeah, it. Yeah, he got a bit tubby with yeah. the mustache. He just looks like some jerk off, you know? That's it's the so point. funny. Yeah. Yeah, man. I, I thought, yeah, I thought this movie was uh, refreshing to watch in theaters for a superhero Absolutely. film. So I'm glad, like, I'm glad they're making an X Force. I'll come out and see it. You know what I mean? Yeah, because X Force is the name of the group they put together, they and put that's together. from the comics, right? Yeah, there's an X yeah. Force. There, there's New Mutants. There's X Force. You know, yeah. so and they're sort of doing their own thing with it, but that's cool. And there's yeah, you know what? I'm trying to think of any other like big fun moments. I mean, Josh Brolin was cool, but you He's don't really cool. learn anything about Cable except his family dies and he's sort of the straight man to Deadpool but yeah. doesn't have a lot of personality like he kicks ass but you're not like Cable is such a cool character especially growing up as a kid mm-hmm. with the blue and yellow suit and the the white hair and the glowing eyes. He eye. doesn't wear the suit. No they don't yeah. they don't yeah most of the time especially when it's blue and yellow but I missed uh, people he didn't really make clear is that his like cybernetic stuff mm-hmm. it's uh, disease. But yeah we don't know anything about that in this movie no you don't learn anything about him except yeah his family dies. Holding that off. i guess so but the cool thing about it is like his eye glowing his arm metal yeah like, we it's don't a know disease. anything okay so it's like he's slowly turning into a cybernetic being 
in the metal like, like district his nine body. <laughs> i guess so yeah but you know with robot arm yeah so he's super powerful but if he doesn't find a cure or something he'll turn into a robot i'm not sure what the disease okay. is but yeah it's an interesting backstory huh. and the fact that he's cyclops's son from the future is pretty cool too. right okay i mean i'm sure they'll get more into that in the x-force film right uh yeah, I mean, yeah, it's cool to see Juggernaut and full Juggernauting. I mean, there's that whole sequence when he has the baby legs, and they did that for like, the baby funny. hands yeah, from the first film. Yeah. But it was funny, you know. There's some funny stuff. There's some funny stuff. I really liked Julian Dennison, who plays the kid. Um, you know, yeah, it, he's good. He didn't get a lot of funny lines. He was sort but of he's straight. A, it's edge. a good performance. Not straight edge, but like straight guy. It is a good performance. Yeah, he. If you haven't, I implore you to see Taika Waititi, who did Thor Ragnarok, directed. Yeah. And he did What We Do in the Shadows. His film, The Hunt for the Wilder People, Australian film, starring no, this New kid. Zealand. New, New Zealand. Zealand. Oh, yeah, bad. Dummy. I can't believe I said that. Yeah, that's bad. Um, starring this kid, Julian Dennison, in, in one of the greatest roles and the most under like appreciated films well I, I think ryan reynolds cast ricky baker in this at purposefully as you like do? a nod to taika yeah because he definitely he sent the ryan reynolds posted this tweet where he's like for all this don't know uh uh hunt for the wilder people is a brilliant film and it is taika watiti is a national treasure that needs to be protected oh, at I all remember, remember that when he did that yeah, so it's not a coincidence that he cast ricky okay. baker it's sort of like everything in this movie sort of like a not, secret maybe. nod or reference yeah no it's not like he didn't cast him by accident right. the kid's 200 pounds yeah they, you know and he's like the lead in a superhero film yeah. which is good and he makes it like there's do you ever see like oversized superheroes no plus size plus yeah. size superheroes. they don't exist and blah 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 and it's like funny you know i'm glad they did that you know especially yeah, with and he a has fat boy full new zealand accent yeah it? they didn't make him go american or anything i mean yeah yeah and he's a good little actor he's funny i he do is. worry about his size though he's like fucking probably 13 14 yeah, he's 15 very overweight and yeah. like in that in that prison jumpsuit he looks like a fucking tent i know you know which is I'm not trying to har- you know harangue on the guy. But I was a heavy kid, but I-, I was never that heavy. Yeah, he's dangerously heavy. Yeah, especially like I grew out of it once I turned 13 at puberty. I was like yeah. six foot, 150 pounds. I- before that, I was like five eight, 150 pounds. It's a new pounds. era. It's a different era today. Yeah, but he did a great job. I yeah, mean, he did, and the I- supporting cast was good. Yeah, everyone's good except for Negzazanza, who I didn't think was that good. That other X-Men girl. Well, they sort of just made her a lesbian in this movie. Like she doesn't really. She didn't really... have a lot of things to say or do. No, or... it's just like I'm I'm gay now, and that was sort of her thing. Mm-hmm. Was just showing up with and her she's girlfriend, thinner. and she has more hair. Yeah, but uh, in the first movie, she was actually like fighting. And yeah, stuff. she had more, she had a lot more going but on. But in this, it was more about Domino, so she kind of got like Domino's a backseat. cool. But Domino is a cooler character and a better actor. Yeah. And a more interesting character. Because there's some really cool fight scenes, like when they're chasing the uh, the, the, the convoy. Yeah, yeah, the convoy and the way she sort of gets through everything with essentially what is they depict as luck. It's almost like Final Destination, but with good luck for her. Yeah. As opposed yeah, yeah. to like bad luck for everyone. And you realize that it is, in fact, a super because mm-hmm. she can kick ass she's physically That's the thing. and she must have like heightened agility heightened endurance heightened yeah. strength but then like the real power power is luck because yeah. there's so many things that just sort of happen happenstance right she like ends up on the bus and then the car crashes yeah. into that guy and then this the guy flips over yeah. a, a guardrail and she lands right in the passenger seat it's cool yeah. it it's is clever cool. They, i liked and, it and they displayed in such a way that you're like oh okay yeah that's a power right but i remember in the 90s people giving that shit they were mad like comic book fans were like it's not a fucking power really like, yeah yeah people were mad hmm. and they even referenced 
reference Rob Leefield, which is like the most obscure. There's so many like little Easter egg references. Oh, okay. But there's a moment where he's like Deadpool's chasing Cable or something. He's like, yeah, you can imagine like uh, someone created me, a, a guy who can't even draw feet. Remember he said that? Yeah. Can't even in the he the guy he's talking about is Rob Leefield, who created Deadpool and Gambit, and it was like a super huge nineties okay. comic book drawer, but like it's known amongst comic book aficionados mm. that he can't <laughs> draw feet. Oh really? And he can't really draw hands. And so all of his like splash pages or character drawings always end at like mid calf like if you go and look at his work and it's and people hate on him they're like because he's the one that started like uber muscular captain america uber muscular characters and over accessorized characters remember how every like x-men or new mutant or spider-man had like like leg pouches and yeah, arm yeah, pouches yeah. and bandoliers right. and like he created that whole 90s uh, like over muscular okay. over accessorized yeah. really rippling and no feet and like, weird but he created deadpool he created a uh, fucking uh gambit wow which a What's lot of people with the gambit movie it's got another director now it's, it's okay. it has like and a channing Tatum still doing it yep Okay. I don't even know, though. I, I don't know what it's going to turn out to be. And I can't say that. Because that I'm, was several years now. I want to say three years. Four years. The, okay. Three or four God, at least. Because he came by. out. Like, the, they announced it four years ago in 2014 when we were at the Yeah, it was Comic-Con like our first year in Hall, Hall H. H. So you're right. It was and like four Channing years ago. Channing came, he oh, came out. Is. He came out with the Gambit haircut, the, like, half-cut, side-cut thing, and a Gambit shirt. And he was with all the yep, X-Men. That and then, was so cool. And then Stan Lee came out. And like, yeah, it was one of the coolest moments in Hall H. Lizzie Kaplan's attached. And is it so just it's him? Channing Tatum. It's, the two of them are the only ones attached at the moment. Uh, there's a uh, bunch good. of producers. Stan but, Lee. Yeah. It looks was like there a they don't have a director yet. I don't think there was a Stanley cameo in this Deadpool 2. Yeah, there Oh, no, there wasn't. I don't think there was, unless we missed it. I'm getting tired of those cameos. Me too. I mean, it's fine. Let the guy fucking chill. Yeah. It's just so too cheeky and I don't know. Yeah, and it's sort of like hacky at this point. Yeah, hacky. It's like, oh, here he is. The Avengers had it. Oh, yes, I know. I know. Like, let the guy fucking chill. I know. Apparently he films seven or eight of them at a time. Like, he he films his little cameos, like, all at once Uh, for the next ten years. Yeah, I can't recall that there was one in this, so I don't think there was, yeah. I don't know. I usually remember, because I roll my eyes and go, bleh. Me too. We usually look at each other and go, bleh. bleh." And there's always someone that's like, woo! I know. It's like, really? Dude, I went woo on the first Avengers movie. Yeah. And like the first Spider-Man and then slowly but surely it went from like wooing to well, like booing. I, mean, I don't know. I mean like it's the more comes out about what he did to the other guy. And like this whole sex thing and the yeah. old folks home he's like forcing oral sex on people or some shit. I don't know. I mean maybe. He's maybe, I don't know. But he's not like this saint. He no. gets put up on that saint pedestal yeah like what's like uh what's his name the batman dude um, oh bob, bob kane. kane who turned out to Fucking be a awful, scoundrel yeah awful person it took forever to get fame hound yeah shameless fame hound yeah and he didn't even Bastard. create the character no it was all jack kirby no that's not bill the finger name. bill finger yeah bill finger. jack kirby's the, the other guy yeah yeah um so what would you give this as a i don't know like 79 yeah you know? maybe eight 
You know, it was good. I mean, it ended. You're sort of like, yeah, okay, that's cool. I mean, was, I mean, it was definitely entertaining. It was entertaining. Like, Maybe I would eight. recommend going yeah. to see it. So I, I would, would give it. it I'd give it an eight just because I laughed. I, I liked the action. It was cool. Yeah, the action's probably just as good or better than a, of an Avengers movie. Or I mean, yeah, the action's you know. very. It's like the action was very good, and and I love how choreograph like well choreographed. It, it shows you that it was a stunt guy. It's not slouchy. Yeah, you know. Clearly, a lot of work went into that. Yeah. A lot of uh, choreography, a lot of stuntmen yep. fighting. You know, Ryan Reynolds probably put a lot of work into that. Well, all of that, I, you know, we say this too. That stuff gets really underappreciated. Mm-hmm. I mean, I know they have their own stunt awards and things like that, but at the Oscars and the big there's awards, nothing. there's nothing for. Nothing. They, I mean, they do visual effects now and everything like that, but. The whole ballet of action films, like action films don't get appreciated enough. They only get the VFX potential things. Potentially. Like Mad Max um, Fury Road was a game changer. In, well, in it was a game changer for sense. stunt people. Yes. Like if you watch the stunts in that film, how could you not, why would you not feel right. like you'd want to acknowledge that? Yeah. Like look how hard these guys are working and they're putting their health on the line. You know, they're risking, yep. you know life and limb in some of these instances and they're like hey it's my job you know well sag has a stunt award and oh that's good there's been a petition to get it for the oscars for years and it's they're finally getting traction with it but i mean seriously you got there this if we're talking about this is what i always find frustrating with the oscars every time for the most part they give it to a drama with like a good ensemble you know like mad max fury road won nine oscars or something mm-hmm. like that but Seven it lost it lost best picture best picture to spotlight i know great we always film. talk about that. it's a good film i wouldn't say it's a great film it's a great story great script it great won script. best screenplay right. that's what it should have won yeah but when you're talking are we really awarding the entire picture then you know blade runner 2049 should have won well then, yeah we go back and yeah, forth on this all day uh it's yeah it's definitely uh sort of uh it's frustrating critical thing it's like yeah. you, how can you give it all of these awards uh, mostly mad max i mean but definitely blade runner sure. but like how can you give it all these awards and then honor it with best picture because you want something like meaningful and deep and emotional and like political or socially aware like mad yeah. max isn't like a socially aware film it's not supposed to be but spotlight is so we'll give it to spotlight because it's you know very socially aware well it's and, not even the socially aware thing if you look at oscar's history they like to give dramas true stories they never give co- they rarely i don't i'm trying to rack my brains to think about a comedy that's they get it's like well isn't one flew over the cuckoo's nest like half a comedy nah. not really right it's really a drama tragic drama yeah, it is tragic. <laughs> yeah. i mean it has funny moments <laughs> yeah i mean tootsie came close it won a lot it won a couple awards it was nominated well, Borat for many. was nominated for something wasn't it it was nominated yeah, it was for nominated something. didn't win but yeah no comedies don't win um you know i think there were missing one though i think there's one well, that like squeaked through uh, i don't think it goes back that far i think it's like the 80s or something really i don't know maybe yeah not. either way i think it's traditionally it's not acknowledged it's traditionally drama is what wins and biopics biopic biopics. dramas where someone gains weight or wears makeup right. or <laughs> cuts off their own dick yeah <laughs> that's what i would do uh so yeah i mean i think it's uh, safe to say this is an eight yeah i enjoyed like it it was enjoyable it Tomatoes just scale, you know, at the end of it you sort of like yeah that was a lot of fun but yeah I would watch it again, too. Right. Yeah, eight. You know, a lot of, like, stuff that you've seen before, but it was enjoyable through the lens of 
the sort of fourth wall breaking Deadpool guy character. Yeah. Cocaine and dick jokes and right, basic instinct jokes. And yeah, that was a lot of crude. references. A lot of references. Yeah. Very reference heavy. Uh, you a lot kinda, of music. Well, they did yo, pull. Oh that was God, another they spent thing. all the money on the licensing. For sure. Well, another thing that they sort of beat like a dead horse was during massive scale uh, slow motion action sequences, they play Enya. Yeah. Or they play, they did that like four yeah. times where there's like this huge cataclysmic action slowdown. Right. And then it's, you know, ca- uh, juxtaposed with say, Sail Away or right. fucking uh, Sail Away. Sail, yeah. You know? And it's funny. <laughs> That's a funny, funny gag. But they Once. did it like four times. In this I know. Movie, and they did the last movie too. Yeah, and they did the whole thing where he like starts one thing and goes, "Let me catch you up." Like it starts yeah. with him exploding, That's and then he goes shtick. back, and they catch you up yeah. to where that moment ends. But yeah, the definitely the slow down music with the fucking like you know, yeah, uh, what's it called, Enya or whatever boys choir shit is sort of. Uh, it was a little. It became, well, they did it like three times. It's a funny gag, but excuse you, you. yeah, excuse me. It's, it's all the delicious scotch in my tummy. <laughs> uh, it it did pretty well at the box office. It did, well, especially um, it was sort of uh, what we were saying about the royal wedding. Kind of took away some of its thunder over the weekend. It, it did take away a lot of the press from it for sure, but yeah, it, it did. didn't take away the box office because it it did it premiere number it one. It had a three hundred million dollar opening weekend worldwide. Joins unprecedented super domination of the 2018 global box office. So That's pretty good. It did. It did. That's great. Really, really well for an, for an R-rated, R-rated movie. Well, yeah. think about all the kids that were in that theater when we saw it. Like the, there was families with their kids. You know what I mean? There's yeah. dick jokes. There's decapitations. There's acid melting arms and yeah. faces off. And there they are, a family of four taking their kid to see. You know, definitely. You know, that's not, that's a proud tradition of American cinema is being a young kid and getting to see an R-rated movie with <laughs> yeah, your parents. Like absolutely. I, I got to do that all through the nineties, right. and it was always a special treat. Yeah, I always felt like kind of an adult and kind of like I'm not supposed to be oh, here, but I am. You get someone's older brother to take you guys. You know, he's 18 and you guys right. are like 13 or 14. Yeah. And you go and you watch fucking, you know, Jean-Claude Van Damme or Arnold Schwarzenegger. Well, so it made $125 million domestically and 176 overseas. I mean, and that's behind the first one, which made about $132 million mm-hmm. opening. But that's pretty close. And, and, and yes, the Royal Wedding, I'm sure, sure, had something to do with that. For because, sure. I almost um, forgot. I'm like, we had Deadpool. We went and saw it Sunday. Yeah. Yeah, and I completely spaced on it. Not right. not because of the wedding, but because there wasn't as much constant press. Right. Like, constant in your face. Like, don't forget Deadpool's this weekend. Yeah. But yeah, I kind of... I don't say... I wouldn't say I liked it more than Infinity War, because Infinity War finally gave me the Marvel was, experience I, I wanted. I really liked Infinity but War. But I like this Deadpool 1 and Deadpool 2 better than most of the Marvel Universe Absolutely. movies. Yeah. Most of them. 80%, yeah. I'd say. You know? And these new newer DC movies. You know, I like Deadpool 1 and 2 more than them. Right. Yeah, you know? DC, you guys got to get it together. You got to have, they got to like Other restart. Other than Wonder Woman, there's like, they, I don't know what the hell they're doing because Justice League is a... Justice League was worse than Wonder Woman, you know, and worse no, than ju- Batman vs. Superman. Was good. Well, that's what I mean. Like, yeah. Wonder Woman was good, but right. the fact that, like, their combined forces can't make a better film well, than. And the best thing in Justice League was the Wonder Woman sequence, which in the looks beginning. like it was reshot by yeah. Whedon and not a part of the original right. script. Because it was, almost felt like a Wonder Woman short. In the, it did because it, it was it was just her it was like shot differently it wasn't as dark and moody yeah. and she saves the day and it's very you know 
cut and paste, cut and dry. Well, you know, it, it's to like, me, it that that movie was just so, you know, reminiscent of Zack Snyder's style of dark, but also lit up with like fire CGI, yeah, high you know, contrast, molten lava yes. CGI. That's what that's what I associate him with with all his films, like Sucker Punch and oh yeah, and, uh, Watchmen, Watchmen, like where it's mm-hmm. just like. Dark Batman and brooding, but then like, fire and, and like bright green, bright, yeah. bright green uh, uh, kryptonite crystals, but it's all dark and black. And not a good story. No. He's not a good storyteller. I mean, not, what not he did good, it, he really. did it with uh, um, 300. That was good. That was good. That was and really that good. style worked for that I think film. that might be his best movie. It's definitely his best movie. I mean, movie. I really like the new Dawn of the Dead, too, though. I well, mean, that okay, holds up that as a was, zombie movie, was, but that's different. Uh, that was different, but mm-hmm. that was those two movies are his, clearly his best. Well, they're almost fun to watch. But this, it's like, it just, they went off the rails with, like, just, just stick to, yeah, yeah, stick to the universe of these characters are so much cooler than Avengers, but you're they not, they're not doing them justice. No puns? Yeah. No pun sad. offended? Uh, so what do we think about, uh, the solo movie coming out this weekend? I was at first like, fuck all that. And then I saw the like newest trailer and it didn't look as fuck all that to me. Yeah. It looked, it looked better than more, at least more engaging than Rogue One. Rogue One looked boring in the trailers, and then I went and, and we saw it, and it was bored to tears. Yeah. At least this one looks like it's a heist. It's a little Indiana Jonesy. It's you know well, and I like Woody the Harrelson. Kid. Woody Harrelson, I always love. And yeah. The, Aldrich Eldrick. Aldrich. Yeah, I like Eldrick him as Aldrin. an actor. He's good as an in, 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 in the uh, Warren Beatty film that I that I, and he was we've seen. Great and in the Coen Brothers Hell Caesar. film. Yeah. Hell Caesar. Yeah, man. So. You know, and I know they were saying that like he was the weak link in this. That was some of Who it. Who said that? I don't know. I read there was a couple articles. I don't remember where they really? were. Really? But it said like they were having problems directing him for the character. But that might not have been huh. true. Well, but there was problems. They fired Lord and Miller, the guys that are success with Batman, uh, Lego Batman, Lego yeah. Movie, Twenty One Jump Street. Right. And they fired these guys off of the solo movie and brought in Mr. Ron Howard, Mr. Yeah. Like All American Good Boy. Right. Well, uh, they clearly wanted someone who wasn't going to be so cheeky, silly. Yeah. Yeah. But like, then don't hire Lord and Miller. Have you yeah. seen their work? It's all like yeah. cheeky, funny stuff. Yeah. You know, with gags, and I'm sure they wanted to do a lot, and they got Donald Glover as Lando. I'm sure they thought they had like a bunch of stuff that would reference the seven nineteen seventy uh, you know uh, empire strikes back i'm sure they yeah. had a bunch of little gaggy stuff and disney was like no 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 this is star wars it's not fucking lego star right. wars you can guys can do the lego star wars movie. <laughs> isn't amelia clark in this too yeah, yeah she is yeah they they piled it on like as yeah, far as well that's what they're doing with i mean the last jedi which we hated i mean everyone was last in that jedi? Movie. yeah that's the last star wars movie oh that we just saw recently. Oh. Remember? No. Yeah, you do. Is that the one where Chewbacca is... With Luke and the they go to the island? No, you dummy. Is that the one with the Ewoks? No. Where Laura Dern is just... There's Laura Dern. Is that the one where Hayden Christensen fights no. Lando Cardrizian <laughs> and, and Captain James T. Kirk is there? Well, I I will see this. I'll see Solo. Might just as well. Might as well. It's in our wheelhouse, and it doesn't look as bad as originally thought. I know everyone's like, everyone's super quick to shit on this one. Yeah. Because like, I think people want to have Star Wars fatigue, and they've sort of chosen this one as the 
scapegoat. <laughs> yeah. Where it's like, you know what, Solo, I won't see that. Or like, I'm not looking for, I'm a Star Wars fan, but I'm not looking forward yeah. to Solo because I am not a sheep. And it's like, yes, you <laughs> oh, are. yeah, you are. You're yeah. a fucking sheep loser. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I, I would still probably see it. I mean, if it gets really bad reviews, it'll be one of those movies that we intended on seeing, but the reviews are so bad that we're like, fuck that. Yeah. Just rent it on Amazon. But that happens, you know, know, sometimes. That happens sometimes, though, where we're, like, sold on a movie, and then it gets such bad reviews that we don't see it. And then when we see it, we like it. We like it. I know. There's been a bunch of movies like that. There's been a handful of them, you know. Yeah, for sure. There's been uh, quite a few where it's like, dang. Well, here's an example, totally not this genre, but the reboot of Vacation with with, uh, um, Ed Helms. Ed Helms. And Christina Applegate, yeah. it got panned. Yeah, shit on. And it is really funny. Quite funny. It is a very funny comedy. And I thought they and did like, the franchise right. They and did. I was so, f- f- you know, we watched it on HBO. I couldn't believe that people panned that movie. I know. I don't, I feel like. It felt like, like something's not right with, well, I mean, here's the thing. We talk about this all the time. Rotten Tomatoes is not a good measure of what critics say because no. it's uh, they pull from everybody who's written a review well it's very spotty, a lot of it's yeah. bought a lot of it's easily it's not credible sources right uh, if you want like real credits critics reviews you have to go to like metacritic or you have to go to like metacritic. seek out the actual critics you know who you know, anthony lane from the new yorker people who are you know qualified to do this stuff well you also have to be a bit more like on your own shit yeah like you can't just look at a percentage from Rotten Tomatoes anymore and be like, okay, yes, no. It's like do a little more, especially if you're a, consider yourself a m- sort of movie buff, movie right. fan. Like you kind of have to do a little more legwork, you know. Yeah, I mean, if there's certain things you're just you know? gonna go anyways because you're gonna go. Yeah, you know. But for movies on your fence, about you gotta at least check. Yeah, and don't just you don't just check Rotten Tomatoes anymore. Yeah, don't use that. Things as have the... changed. Like that's not you know that yeah. was like five six years ago. You could check Rotten Tomatoes. And be like, okay, yeah, I'll check it out. But everybody does check Rotten Tomatoes. Everybody uses that. As Everyone the still standard, does, and but it's I'm like saying not it's okay. not as um, yeah accurate as it was even five years ago. True. I mean, if, yeah, you could kind of like at least I I personally trusted Rotten Tomatoes a lot more five five or so years I agree. ago. Now it's like, eh, okay, that doesn't really mean much. 98% for Avengers and, you know, yeah, they're all Age in the of Ultron. Yeah, because yeah. Disney can pay for it. Yeah. So what else is coming out this summer that we're excited about? I mean, I know you're sort of on the fence in this, but I will see, uh, I kind of want to see the Mission Impossible I'll Fallout. I'll see it. Yeah, that why looks, not? I mean, that's a proven franchise. I mean, as that's good weird the as Tom Cruise is, he does I a good know. job with those movies. It is weird, but yeah, at the end of the day, those movies, I, I didn't really like the last one that much, but I liked Ghost Protocol. Ghost the Protocol one before was that. awesome. That was good. Yeah. But this last one was sort of lukewarm for me. Maybe this one will be better. I, it looks pretty good. I like Henry Cavill, you know, pretty much. Yeah. And uh, all the same Ving Rhames and Simon Pegg. And Henry Cavill with the mustache what that a big he deal. Had, they had to CGI Ugh. off. I mean, couldn't they just add, put on a pro- like a fake mustache for or Mission Impossible? could he just Impossible? grow it back? Yeah, or how long would not. that take? I mean, couldn't he just use a fake mustache until his real mustache grew back? No, they have these contracts. Remember, yep. Chris Evans had a beard for... He couldn't shave it. For Snowpiercer. Yeah, for Snowpiercer. And so they had to shoot with him with his hands over his face yeah, at the end of the first down. Avengers. Right, yeah, because they did that as a reshoot, the shawarma scene. Yeah. At the like post-credit shawarma right. scene. Yeah, man. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I'll see Mission Impossible. I'll see... The Hereditary one is that about to come good, out, though. which is Tony Collette. 
and it's a horror film. It's an independent horror film, and that looks really that, crazy scary. That looks just good for me. Like, yeah, up my alley. You love summer horror. I love summer horror. A good summer horror. Yeah, man, in theaters, it's a treat. Yeah, it is a treat. It's like we're still civilized here. <laughs> we can still see a horror film and not have to. Another the purge. I, I, we might the see first that purge. Yeah, I mean yeah. that that was a movie we skipped. The last one we were going to go see and going to go see it. The last one they put out and then we didn't end up seeing it. And we saw it like online and or it was something. Fine. It was yeah, okay. It wasn't, it wasn't that great. Yeah, exactly. The yeah. second one was good. Yeah. I like and the, the first one, one was cool. Yeah. First and the second one were cool. Third one not so much. This one might so come back around. It's so upsetting though. It's just, I don't know. I know it is. Huh? We're living in such a time that none it of this stuff. It feels like see, the purge. I mean, because, you know, I've been watching Handmaid's Tale, uh, Handmaid's Tale season two, saw season one. And it's so fucking good. It's yeah, like the best that. show. And but it's so upsetting and intense. And it's almost hard to not binge it to have to watch it weekly mm-hmm. because it takes it all out of you. And then you're like, oh, please let me see another episode that's better than this. You know, Jesus. But, well, and part of it's because the mood of the country it, it sort of makes you feel like this isn't that far-fetched anymore you know it's just like there's especially as a woman when you see it it's very spooky it's very spooky as a man it's like ideal (laughs) (laughs) like a not 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 you gotta watch it you'll you'll change your tune on that one i've only seen the first episode and it is good it's fucking dark it's so dark they don't pull punches it's It's like no it's this is just dark there's no silver linings there's no and it's praying for a silver lining we're just going full dark mode here folks (laughs) and people love it and the public loves it you know what else uh we saw the trailer for was the new predator yeah it's the suburban thing they did that already yeah they did that with that one predator movie that was not good it came out after alien versus predator yeah oh it was alien versus predator it was alien versus predator the second one yeah. but it was not related there, to it's just in one little town yeah yeah and that's what this is but it, like we said it looks so much like stranger things the trailer with the kid yeah, with in the, the basement kids in the halloween i was like oh, yeah and et well it's also yeah, really et yeah well which, that's what we said stranger in the things, yeah we yeah. were like hey there's et again again they're always ripping off et and everything is. Yeah, that was like right out of ET. The kid in the basement it almost looked like a scene, right? With an from, alien, yeah. and he has some sort of predator tr- like homing beacon yeah. that he's using as a little ship to it's, hit his Jenga blocks. And it's the kid from Room. Yeah, and, big deal. And Olivia Munt. Yeah, <laughs> you don't like her. She seems awful. And Theon's in it. From I didn't Game see him in the trailer. He's in it. Well, he's in it. Who else is in the trailer? Sterling K. Brown, who's awesome. Yeah, I like him. Uh, and Shane Black directed it. Someone else kind of famous was in Shane there. Shane Black did Kiss Kiss Bang Bang, and he did Iron Man 3. Yep. And he was one of the uh, actors in the original Predator movie. Yes. He's the one with the glasses that makes the jokes. Well, the, he the did pussy that jokes. Ryan, um, and, uh, Ryan. Russell Crowe. The buddy movie. Oh yeah, the nice guys. Yeah, I love that, that movie. That was awesome. Yeah, it was like a good kiss, kiss, bang, bang. Yeah, because kiss, kiss, bang, bang. It was, eh. Well, it's like apparently this cult classic. We finally watched it. And I'm like, it wasn't well, it's, that great. No, the beginning was kind of funny, and then it just sort of gets all the nice scattered. guys is really good though. The nice guys holds up. I hope they make a sequel. Yeah, yeah, and that was good. Shane Black wrote it. You know, so I hold out because it's going to be an R movie, and it's a Shane Black directed and written yeah. Predator, so it should bring back some of the old vibes of the original i mean there's no male actor in it that could 
that is reminiscent of Arnold fucking Schwarzenegger. You know, so you got that to compete with. Right. You can't just get an Arnold Schwarzenegger. Um, but it's like that guy that looks like Garrett Hedlund, but is not Garrett is Hedlund. Not, yeah, yeah, yeah. That I know fucking you're talking guy. About. <laughs> that confusing actor that g- <laughs> who is in Logan. It's like, yes, you, you don't that exist. that guy, that guy. You cannot exist. Then they made all those Logan references at Deadpool 2 and that kind of thing. Right. Oh, yeah, they remember? did. Yeah, there, well, Hugh Jackman has a cameo, but it looked like it was just old footage. Digitalized, yeah. yeah. I think they just put the old footage from X-Men Origins. Because he looked pretty young. He looked super young. Yeah. Yeah. So there's that. I mean, obviously, Aquaman is coming out in the fall, which we're excited about. Venom, Venom, see Venom. looks cool. See Venom, yeah. Tom Hardy was at the royal wedding, yeah, and he had said. the funniest meme of the day because there's this shot of him just kind of like bored, and bored. it was all over the. And he like, got that weird shaved head. Yeah, it must be why? For a role. It's got to be for some fucking part. But yeah, he definitely looked not that interested. He's apparently been friends with Harry for a long time because of through mutual charity work probably yeah those well all those british celebrities have a lot more weight in england you know yeah like they're famous here and then but Idris over there was right there. right yeah, yeah. I mean, Idris is very famous here but there's a yes. lot of people that like aren't that famous here that were at the wedding because they're british right like rugby players right. like there's a whole grip of people that we don't even know right that's or haven't true. seen in years and there they are because they're still huge in england i watched it i didn't watch it I remember i said live. if i ever met prince harry i'd say hey man your wedding didn't grip me. <laughs> I was not gripped by your wedding. <laughs> wedding it was not the fever. most gripping wedding fever. <laughs> I was at home playing Mario Kart, stupid. <laughs> well, I have to say, we talked about this a little. What was fascinating to me it was the the hierarchy of celebrity. Fuck and yeah. It, it's something that, you know, in England they have a class system and the royals are at the top of that class. Right. It, but if you are not in the bubble of Hollywood and you're just a fan, what you don't know, and we know from years of being involved with this, me especially from doing movie premieres and stuff. And Oscars and award yeah, yeah, shows and there shit. There is a absolute class system in Hollywood. Fuck yeah. And Brutal. It is... Because so her whole the whole cast of Suits was there because she's an actor and she was on on the show for seven years. That's crazy. And that was great that she had them there. But they were treated so differently. Yeah. By like a perfect example, uh, although I think she's wasn't on Suits. She knows her from another source. But Janina um, Gavanker. (laughs) Yeah. You don't even know who she is. Right. That's a funny name. Actress who's. I, I honestly, I, she's got a bunch of credits. But That's fine. Keep going. Yeah, she had. Pu- she cried. No, she went out like s- stylists go out when these things happen, and they say they go to Stella McCartney, they go to Givenchy, they go to everyone, and they say, "Hey, we need a, we need to dress this person for the event. Right. Will you give us the dress?" And they went out to everyone. She was on True Blood. Okay, boo, and the league, and she. No one would do it. And I, fa- I thought that made me sad for one thing. And so they ended up getting this great costume shop to do this vintage dress. And honestly, she looked the best of almost anyone there. She mm. looked incredible. But that's the kind of sh- that's what I'm talking about with this hierarchy. Like they didn't know who she was. So they right. were get- they're dressing a Mall Clooney and Oprah. Sure. And Victoria Beckham, well, she dressed herself on her own line. But cool. they- this kind of shit. It, I found more fascinating than anything. Just well, watching even the dynamics. The super famous, like yes. Oprah and all those people have to like go to sit 
in like the little crummy golf cart to get from right. place to place because they're you know in in our country they are the royalty but there there's like a actual royalty but the, are we have our own class system in hollywood i mean Fuck so yeah, you man. know like amal clooney and george clooney the, they're like the like highest serena williams oprah mm-hmm. they were all like constantly talked about mm-hmm. and shown but her suits cast they always referred to them as the suits cast instead of individually sure and yeah. it, that i felt sort of bad about that because you know, the truth is she, even though she was on the show, America, that's, Suits is, was second only to Game of Thrones as the most popular show on cable. And I ne- never even heard of it. But it's, it doesn't mean anything, it I'm just saying. It has a huge following. The people who are on it have huge followings. But then they get treated like second class citizens. Well, yeah, well, compared to Oprah. I know. But it's, it, I, I found that whole dynamic the most fascinating to watch play out. Yeah, because amongst the celebrities, and no one wants to look like the least famous, right? Or least famous. So there's all this posturing, and because you have to wait, and you don't get the you don't get the red carpet treatment because it's not your day. So you yeah. have to like wait like a jerk and be sat by some sh- sh- right. schlub, and you're like, "But I'm Tom Hardy," and they're like, "Yeah, yeah, you're at the royal wedding." So yeah, you know. but he's British, so the he British ones they get yeah. that he didn't give a fuck, but you know. It was funny that Oprah was there. It's like, oh, there's Oprah. There's our queen. <laughs> That's the closest thing we have to a queen. Yeah. Pretty much. That's Oprah. True. Well, or Beyonce. Beyonce. I guess one would say she wasn't there. Yeah, Michelle Obama, who also wasn't there. Serena was. She's kind of a queen. She's kind of our She's kind of queen. one of our queens, yeah. She's sort of a, yeah, American royals. There's not a lot of them. You know what's funny, interesting about that? Hmm. Everyone we just named is African-American. What? I didn't even notice. Well, no, but it's just, you know, we have this huge race issue in mm-hmm. our country, but yet the women the who are the famous most famous are, and most successful are, are black. black women. Yeah, it's funny. Yeah, that is funny. Because when you cite, like, who's the most famous woman, most people probably Oprah. say Oprah. And she's black. And then, and then Beyonce. Serena. Beyonce. And then Ser- they, Serena. Yes. They're and Michelle the, Obama. They're probably the top four most world famous yeah. in the world. And they're all African-American women. That's Black women. Yeah. Well, I have to say, I was impressed by the wedding and her, um, Megan, because, you know, she's, her mother's African-American. She's, she's divorced herself. Her parents are divorced. She's like career. She's not like this blonde, you know, no, aristocrat. I no. mean, good for him for following his heart. And, and also the, the ceremony, they had like this amazing preacher, Reverend, Reverend Michael Curry, who everyone, like the Royals were like embarrassed by. Right. Because he didn't hold because they're so stuffy. They were so stuffy. Get that stick out of your ass, I know. Royals. Unclench. But they're the, <laughs> it's like if anyone's going to be clenched up, it's the royal. Yeah, team. that's yeah, the yeah, thing. Yeah. Like they don't have that sort of. They don't even look at it as novel. Like it's not even a novelty to hear right. the like you know reverend preaching upon high. You know they're sort of like, oh my goodness, like he's very loud. Well, they like, were all kind of laughing, yeah, and like, oh, smirking, and looking at each other with eyes. Yeah, right, giving yeah. eyes. Like, can you believe it? <laughs> but it's probably like so much more entertaining than like it was. Oh. The whole wedding was more entertaining. They had a, a black choir oh. sing "Stand by Me." Did they? Yeah, That's and I was re- like, it probably he probably loves that song because he's around your age and your he age group love loves that movie. Yeah, we Guys, all love that movie. your age love that. It's the best movie, movie ever for for a boy yeah. to like see. 
I've seen that in like all different. I saw that when I looked up to those kids. Yeah. Like, man, what am I going to be like when I'm 12? Oh, Because wow. I'm like six <laughs> oh, or wow. seven watching it. Like, yeah. man, those are big kids doing big kid stuff. And then I'm, I watched it like, you know, 17, 18. Yeah. And like, man, those little kids are just kids. I'm like ace's age <laughs> and eyeball's oh, age. Yeah. And then I watch it again like now. And all I find is that like I'm checking out their little butts. <laughs> Didn't see that hey one now. coming. Didn't, Didn't see, see that, that one, one coming. coming. <laughs> I gotta say, like that's what I'm noticing now. Uh, whenever I see that now, it just makes me sad about River. It just makes me sad about life when I watch it. Really? When, they, when they vanish at the end. Well, like, he vanishes. They all vanish. They each sort of go off in their own direction. No, but he's the only one that they literally van. He vanishes. Who? And they River d- Phoenix. Yeah, and they did that. I remember listening to Rob Reiner, the oh, director. Oh, because he dies. Yeah, they said it no. was a ve- no. Well, no, they talk about it as a very poetic thing that happened. Oh, that all of a sudden. You see that last shot of River, and then he just fades, and it's like everyone gets spooked when they see it because that's well, what spooky. happened. He died. Well, it is sad too, though. I remember being looking at it like, "Fuck!" Like that's all we got. That's life. Yeah. Very, very short to the point example of how shitty life sucks. <laughs> oh, <laughs> wait, how did we go from this uplifting wedding thing that's like real change, you know, in the it feels monarchy? Like some good to, change, yeah. It does. It does feel like some good change. And she's American. She's, she's American. She's an actress. She came she's, from yep. humble beginnings. I mean, I don't see what the problem is. If no, anything, I think it's, it's a great sign for the future i really do just in general yeah, yeah. she's american like this t- pretty unlikely like let's be honest you know well i mean if you think about the history of the monarchy too i mean queen elizabeth wouldn't let her sister marry the man she loved because he had been divorced right and he was an aristocrat right I right mean, and a white guy right. and a british guy and yeah so and, it's like and it was and it's such a tragedy too because she married someone else they got divorced and the guy that she really wanted to ended up marrying someone. I mean, it was a sad story, right. you know? Yeah, man. And so if this had been 40 years ago, it probably would have been the same thing. Right. It's like, you can't marry a mixed race that's Diana's once divorced. Influence, yeah. Though. That's and the, the it's legacy. It's the 2018 influence, too. That's true. Like, and, you know, good. I'm glad, you know. Cause He's his mother's kid, that's and for sure. you got to marry the person you wanted to marry, I'm sure vice versa. So right. it should technically you know equal a long-lasting happy relationship right i think they're gonna be an interesting especially if they start having kids and you know just what they're gonna do in the world you know to try to like bring change that's how they met right yeah charity work un stuff you know yeah so i mean that's a good place to meet someone right you have that in common well i think they were set up by a friend but she had years of doing all that stuff by herself right Yeah. yeah it's pretty cool uh, so I don't know. On that note, I think we'll leave it on that note. Yeah, pretty. We'll, uh, cool. we'll, we'll be back with the uh, hunt with solo review. When's that? Is it next That's week next or a couple weeks? Week Memorial Day weekend. Oh, which is, is it? Well, here we are at Memorial Day weekend. Fucking kill Woo. me. Yeah, shoot me in the head. Yeah. That sucks. <laughs> Every year. So back to <laughs> another, Memorial Day. Another Memorial Day. Here it's we, just January. It's summer. It's the beginning of summer. That's uh, what that is. The uh, official start of summer. I can't deal with the start of that awful heat. Oh. This, the, this city I'm preparing myself for. I know. I got nice you blackout curtains. Really hot area, too. I know. Not a lot of gives no ocean breeze no, i get the breeze yeah, yeah fucker <laughs> well nothing nah. to say about that all right well that's it for us on the herald of modcast uh you can visit our website at the hmc for more episodes and check out my 
conversations podcast with Warren Lewis and Stephen Godshow. We talk about screenwriting in the age of divisive politics. It's a pretty interesting episode. Hmm. Sounds good. Yeah, and hopefully you'll be back with some game reviews, right? Maybe if I learn how Maybe. to use games Let again. Me. I don't know. <laughs> I got hit by a softball in the back of my head. I forgot how to use my PlayStation I controller. So. I was playing a friendly right. game of softball <laughs> with the uh, the uh, Santa Monica Police Department. <laughs> it was a charity game. I got Go see Deadpool 2. Line drive to my temple there. Remembered everything else. I remember how to play games here. Jeez. PlayStation, for God's sakes. All right. That's it for us, jerks. Burp. See ya.